I'm great. And how are you? You sound great. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I sound great. I sound great. I'm taking that. You sound even greater now because you're a little louder in my ear. <laughs> how has the week been on this? Uh, the week's been eventful. Um, mm. And, and yeah, um, um, I've just like slid into the end of the week. So it's not like something that I rushed into and I'm not particularly, you know, grateful that it's Friday, you know, not a, really a TGIF. I've just like flowed into the week end. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hear you. And yours? Um, it's been a very stressful week. It's been a very short week, but also very really? stressful. Yeah. Short? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it was Monday just the other day, and then I blinked, <laughs> and then it was Friday. So it was short in that regard, but I, it was a very, like, intense week. Mm, I feel you. I feel you. Mm, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. I know that that um, our contributors uh, all noted that you know this is the last episode of season eight. Well, sure. <laughs> can you say that though? Like, can you say it's the last episode of I mean, season eight? Li- yeah. Do lives not count as an episode? No. No, because then we're getting to know it's a different format, it's a different feel. It's sort of the break, you know, between for us it's a break between episodes. But I guess you could say that the the live is the hmm, it's the final appearance of the contributors. You know those like what do they call them, those shows after reality TV shows where everyone comes Yeah. What do you call those again? <laughs> yeah, I think but I mean that also counts as an episode, no? Or I'm just, it, I'm stretching, I'm reaching. I, I guess. No, I'm reaching, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. I guess, but it's it does. It's not make fetch happen. You know, <laughs> but it does. Like at the end of a Survivor season, you know, you'll have all the survivors coming, mm. you know, and mm. talking about, you know, who left when and whatever. And exactly, yeah. Like that, it is another episode. You're right. You're right. So this is the penultimate episode of season eight. And for, for the penultimate episode of season, we had a very basic question. <laughs> we need sound effects here. I'm just, <laughs> What's your best advice for bass singers? What's yours, Neil? Your aunt Lise. Like, I actually gave it a, a bit of thought. Well, I mean, more thought than the rest of the questions. And you know what the thing is? Mm-hmm. I'm privileged, like, to be to be surrounded by, like, cream over crop bases. Yeah. Who each bring something, like, different to the table, you know? Mm-hmm. But in their own right, all of them are, like, fire, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I thought about advice, I was like, maybe the advice I'd give would be generic. Like, it wouldn't be specific to bases. Because we have different kinds of bases, and also just because, like, I, I considered my advice and afterwards thought, I man, this is what I'd say to any other voice squad, really. Mm. You know? So it's just things like things that I really take seriously and things that I, I'm i really like <coughs> pedantic about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just yeah, like, we know, no. we know. 
<laughs> like the biggest note precision, you know, mm-hmm. like be precise when singing a note. I, just, I you know, that's like I appreciate that. I really appreciate that for any voice mm. part. But like, it's even beautifuler. <laughs> um, and like I appreciate agility on bass as a bass, you know, because I think for the longest time, wow. bass singers we pay very much or very less attention to the bass singer than we would Yay! to any other voice part, you know. So Yay! when a when a bass is agile, mm. you know, I just that, that's like yes, yes, Lord. Mm. And there's bonuses, things like that we can't really control. But like I appreciate tone. Like mm. I don't know, least do you think tone is something you can work on as a singer? Absolutely. Because you can. Yep. How I see it is just like you either have it or you don't. Now you see, everybody has a tone. Everybody That's the has point. a tone, but a pleasant So the point, one. yes. Yeah. So the point is for you to identify your tone. You know, most times when singers have a tone that is like kind of disturbing or it puts us off a little bit, it's just because they haven't found themselves. They haven't found their tone and accepted it and now are working with it. You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Um, but that's the assumption is that you you are a singer. You know, mm. you're already a singer. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the assumption, you know. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. And just my last piece of advice, like I, I know several bases who like who subscribe to this, but like for me, a beautiful bass is a melodious bass, you know, a mm. bass who sings. And not one who just spews out low notes. You know what I mean? Doesn't just make bass. Who doesn't just make bass, but like (laughs) sings it. So I really Mm. appreciate it. So those would be my little, you know, pieces of advice to a bass, just to work on that. Wow. Um, I like it. I love it, in fact. Mm. Um, I really can't wait to hear yours. Yeah. (laughs) Mine are not not important in this this episode, but... Mm. I will tell you that the reason I, I, I decided to go with this, with this question um, is because, firstly, is because it's the fourth episode, um, the last time that we asked these five contributors questions. Né? Mm. And I feel like, you know, they are established now enough in their confidence and in their understanding that in the Saturday Night Five, nobody's wrong. Um, that your mm. opinion matters, you know, mm. and that you have something to contribute. So that was the one reason I went with a more um, sort of a musical question, you know, a more a question that that requires you to draw on your own musicality, which they all have, you mm. know. Absolutely. But the second reason was that we focus a lot on lead vocalists, you know, and mostly like soprano, tenor you know, mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, the quality of the singing and the whatever and the whatever. And then, you know, next up we've got warm uh, velvet altos and then we've got the technically intelligent baritones. But we kind of just expect bass, <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was like... I remember once long ago, I was talking to my mom about... Uh, my mom was actually talking to me about bass. And... You know, we were talking about low bass notes um, versus high soprano notes. Okay. I would have to be there for that conversation, yeah? Yeah. And then, you know, we were talking about the fact that both require the correct application or the correct proportion of adrenaline and confidence. You know, when a soprano sings a very, very, very high note, there is no way that she can sing that if she's a little bit scared of it. She's actually got to lose herself in that moment. 
mm-hmm. and sing that note. And so that requires a certain level of confidence. It's almost like abandonment almost, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's got to get to that point. Now with a low bass, you can't apply it in the same way. For me, basses have an exceptional ear, good basses have an exceptional ear because there are times when the rest of the harmony is so complicated and whatever. And this bass has got to sing a low E flat, for instance, which is not a very low note, but it's a nice resonant note. Uh, he's got to sing an E flat and other people, the, the chord structure on top of that E flat is completely, you know, not okay. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like rude, you know, but he's yeah. got to sing that note on pitch it's on pitch. low and it's got to be it's got to be on pitch and then he's got to give tone he's got to give timbre and all of that you know so it's mm. not the simplest thing in the world and yet we actually forget that it requires like a lot of skill mm. 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 much mm. like the skill of our first contributor Yeah, I am probably the most unqualified person to answer a question regarding singing and vocal ability and all those mechanisms and things that happen. But if I need to give advice to a bass singer, it would be simple. You do you. You do bass, you sing it well do it okay not everybody sings it well but you do it um don't try and be the first tenor or the second tenor or try and go reach notes um where you are not comfortable with whether it be up high or down low because even bass singers they sing bass but they can only go to a certain range not everybody's comfortable going to a second bass range so let's just admit and do it that so bass singers do you and do your range and do your range well <laughs> so he says he's the most unqualified to <laughs> to answer this question and yet look at what sense he spewed forth mm, mm. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Do your range. Yes, it's simple. I love that. You do you. Mm. And then know your range. Know Mm. where you are, where it's too high and where it's too low. Those are not flaws. They are not flaws. They are not flaws. I feel like that line in itself emancipates so many. Oh, I love that word. You know? Yeah, it's not a flaw if your lowest note that you can sing beautifully is an F. Mm. That's not a problem, not, not at problem. all. That reminds you know? me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but you're not a bass. But okay. No, 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 no. It emancipates me as whichever voice part I like <laughs> yeah. 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 But you have a very wide range. But anyway, so, that's um, another podcast. <laughs> that's so. <laughs> so, so yeah. know your range and then don't try and sing out of it. Mm. Don't mm. force yourself to sing out of it. You know, you know what I loved? I was watching a production that was done in 2019, um, a production which shall uh, remain nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was watching a certain part, you know, where all the men in this um, group were were singing um, mm. in unison, you know. And there was a, a point at which I looked and I saw the two basses, they just didn't sing. <laughs> like, like, like gracefully. Or, or, so they actually, they weren't miming. They just were not singing at all. Yes, they just, okay. but they had this look on their faces. They were still in it, you know. <laughs> But I just thought, wow, I love that. Okay. I loved it. I love the confidence to say, this is not for basses. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I actually it. thought you'd hate that, Aunt Lise. Really? To be honest. I don't know. Yeah, like it's it's for me. It it just it's it's a disjoint or it 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 disunifies. That's not a word. I don't know if it's yeah. word, just like I don't know. I feel like if we're doing unison, even if it's money. You know, mm-hmm. be involved. But I love what you've just mentioned that this is not for bases, and so I'm going to gracefully step out yes. and still be part of it, but yes. not join in on the unison. That's also there's beauty in that as well. When you watch it, you'll see that their body language is in it. Mm. You know, they're not like, oh uh, no, that's too high. You know, I've actually seen bases like in a performance, show that to the audience. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <for my> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So, so know your range and then don't try and sing out of your range, you know? And the one thing I loved about this contributor that he said was, low style, low, low, water mm. as Janie dark and sunny. As Janie dark and sunny. Leave it alone. Honestly. You know? I'd also like to think, like, because we come from a background where, you know, like, typically at our concerts in in our denomination, Mm. where a bass is not a bass if they don't do those low notes. Oh, I get so so mad at that. Of course, we need to impress the audience. And so we have to do. And, you know, at least more often than not, that bass or those notes aren't sung really. Mm. They're, 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 so for an example would be, you know mm, so now mm. we go crazy not hearing that nothing's actually been sung but it's the effect that we're hearing and then we scream and go wild because you know he's done what we expected him to do yeah no you you take me to the we've graduated yeah. from that i think as a society. i hope so mm. i certainly hope so because i'm so traumatized um <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get to that let's rather give another contributor a chance <laughs> This question is quite tricky, you know. Giving advice is one of the hardest things to do. <laughs> Especially if you're not a bass singer and you have to give um, advice to a bass singer. I'm not a bass singer, but I'll try and give um, advice. So, I'd say um, there are different kinds of bass singers, so you have to give advice based off the different textures that are there in bass singers and stuff like that the volume and depth and range so one thing i'd say to a bass singer is that work on your range you know it's not always about hitting the low notes try your best to develop your upper range so that you are more versatile and can work in different musical situations that's that's one 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 advice i could give and the other one to 
everyday singers who are just starting off or guys whose voices have just deepened and you're like yo man i think i can do this bass thing um listen to a lot of um experienced and older bass singers in bass singing as as a whole and pick out certain certain guys that you feel like your voice is sounding similar to and grow your voice in that in that category because you know the different basing techniques you have vocal fry growling you know and we have natural guys who just go down naturally don't have to use different techniques to hit those low notes but if you're just starting off don't focus on the low notes if they're not there naturally for you and you just have fun enjoy profound advice mm. that contributor number two profound everything you said mm. you know um i think base as soon as we think base we think low you mm. know and really explore the higher part of your vocal range mm. you know he mm. says develop your higher range so that you can be like versatile and fit in different yeah. settings i think just for like personal development also that's great you know mm. we're not always going to need you to sing you know, low notes. As mm. a bass, be versatile. I love that. I love that. I also love it, man. Yo, and you know, you started off saying that the question is quite tricky. And and I feel and him on that. Away. I feel him on that for my own reasons. But I mm. mean, um, yeah, I, I, I do feel it's a tricky question, especially if you are currently working with people, you know. He, he, he was quite, you know, worried that he doesn't want to offend anyone. But how can you offend with this beauty? You know, mm-hmm. he's then said uh, that giving advice is one of the hardest things to do, you know, especially if you're not a bass singer. Yeah. So I just want to stop here for a second. Mm. Dear contributor number two, from my heart to yours, <laughs> you do not have to be a bass singer in order to share advice with bass singers. And you've proven that in your response. Because he spoke about the different textures in bass voices. Mm. And I love that word texture when it comes to, um, you know, uh, vocal contributions, you know. So I've worked sometimes with like four bass singers singing the same part. And I've always marveled at how each of them had their own unique identifiable texture. Mm. You know, there was resonant. There was the resonant bass. There was the gruff, you know, the more grumpy, gruff sound mm. bass. There was the smooth velvet choral bass. There was the smooth, smooth velvet contemporary bass. And, mm. you know, it's I've like got, you put I've got all a these... for each of what yes. you described. Yeah. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was like you put all of these bases into the same pot. And what mm. comes out is beautiful. But you Love know it. what? Mm. You know what? Each of them were themselves, are themselves. Each of those four bases sing their way. Mm. You know what I mean? They, they mm. know their way. They even know their way of how they learn music. They know their way, how they approach. So you use that, you know, you use the strengths. That's the other thing about working to strengths in music, but that's another podcast. So the other thing that, that he mentioned, and he just did it in passing, man, um, he mentioned about volume with basses. Is this a thing? What did he say about volume again? I, I can't even... 
I don't know. You just mentioned something about volume, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, um, you know what, you know, when, when we have these typical sound systems that are not sound systems, they're not worthy of being called sound systems <laughs> yeah. and there's not enough mics. And we always see to it that the bass has a mic. Has a mic. Yeah. Yeah. I rather feel in those situations, lossy mics, lost mm. Amelie mics, mm. Mm. sing acoustically. People will come to you. People will come the to you. The audience will come to you, you know? Absolutely. Um, because the minute you, you try and force sound, okay, that's not, yeah, that's a, a big mistake in, in, in acoustic singing is that you, you feel you must force you your voice, push, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I believe, you know, that, um, you know, if, if you have a rhythmic bass, you know, who sings like, like what you demonstrated earlier, I can't was not do that. Mm. Um, if you have a rhythmic laziness. bass, mm. then, <laughs> then um, you shouldn't be singing at a place where there isn't sound because it doesn't work without sound. Because part of that is the ability to you, for you to use the mic to make mm. that effect. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. So you shouldn't, yeah. So, so I feel like the choice in, in terms of volume with a bass, I don't believe that it needs to be sung louder. I don't believe that it needs to be mic'd up when everybody else is not mic'd up. Nonsense. You know, if, if all the parts can be, uh, all the parts already should be blending in such a way that you hear the bass. Got you 100%. You know, got you one hundred percent. But then, when he was talking, up his his two his two points that you know the points of advice were: it's not always about hitting the low notes. So develop your range, especially your upper range, as you mentioned. Mm. But then the other thing he said that I loved is listen to other basses, find your tribe, find your kind of bass, find your people. Mm. Yeah, I mm. love that. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, we listen to, to, to lots of music to influence us. So why aren't we encouraging basses to listen to other basses and, and hear what they do, you know? Hmm. Mm. We can learn, Yong. We can learn. And here's another contributor we're going to learn from. I grew up in a singing family with mainly low-ranged voices. My dad sang baritone and sometimes bass. Mom sang alto, sometimes contralto. Uh, my, most of my memories of mom singing is with male quartets. She would sing tenor in the male quartets. And thinking about it now, I... I realize it's because mom had this beautiful tone and timbre in her voice and had a low range and it's it suited male voices so well that it actually it blended but stood out and made the quartet special um, and I think my best advice I could give to a bass singer is know your range. Bass singers are so rare. In fact, a true bassist is even more rare. It's something that you're born with. You know, our voice boxes are wonderfully made and determines the range of our 
vocals and if you are a true bassist your speaking voice everything about your voice vibrates on this low frequency that's why people like Barry White can just talk his lyrics and people are gushing um, yeah so you know bass singers it's where the soul is it's where the groove line is it's hashtag all about that bass <laughs> so yeah my best advice know your range because you could you could have a wonderful low range but be better suited as a baritone you know um yeah You know, as, as this contributor was speaking, I couldn't help but think of, and I don't know if you're going to know this on these, mm-hmm. because it's more up my alley than it is yours. Ooh, but yeah, the... as, as you were speaking, I couldn't help but think of, you know, Dal Delka and the King's Heralds back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this. You probably don't, but it's fine. I do. Dal Dal- I do. <laughs> no, I know you do. I do. Um, and just that beautiful, that beautiful contrast but that works you know that the, the, mm. the nice voice on top that feminine but mm. voice that works with these men below like i would have mm. loved to hear that outfit I'd have oh loved it to was hear that absolutely beautiful and you see the thing that the the difference here the difference is that her mom was singing the first tenor you know dal dalka sings um there's still four voices with her mm. Mm. You know, now um, her mom used to sing the first tenor. I mean, a warmer, a warmer voice you could not find. And it was in that warmth, man, that made it fit. It was absolutely beautiful. And um, this contributor singing voice um, definitely is influenced by the fact that both her parents had low voices. You know, Um, her dad was a baritone and a bass. Um, And I love her two pieces of advice or the two things that I wrote down. One is know your range. We've kind of heard that before. It seems Mm. to be a theme. Mm. Um, She said also that bass singers are rare. True Mm -hmm. bass singers are rare. And that's true. And that speaks to like how we treat basses, but I'll get to that a bit later, but it's a big thing, you know, because basses are not common. They're not common. You know, I think I've read somewhere on Glee's that like, (laughs) <laughs> only 5% of men who actually sing bass are, are actually basses or actually have bass voice. Mm. And I don't know how true this is, um, but it just means that 95% of people who sing bass sing mm. bass and, not, and are not basses. Mm. I'm not sure about the statistic, but I <laughs> yeah, do. The sentiment, I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> the sentiment I definitely do agree with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um and that most true basses that I know also speak in a bass tone, you mm. know, like Barry White. But I just wanted to find out: can Barry White sing bass, or does I he just have a low voice? Know who Barry White is. Be, you don't know who Barry White is. Oh, Nino, uh-uh. you must you must go sort yourself out. Uh-uh. You must go and, and research who Barry White is and I you come talk to me again. Okay. The one thing I want to mention is um, her dad uh, used to sing, ba- I've heard him sing baritone and I've heard him sing bass. Mm. 
Yeah? And I mean, he's just equally good, you know, in both. He has mm. a resonant voice. So he would be that resonant baritone, mm. you know? Mm. Um, and um, yeah, man, it just reminded me that baritones are not failed basses. Mm. But that is another podcast. Um, it's a baritone podcast. But the, the, I, I, I just, you know... There was a time when, when I was involved with a, 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 a singing outfit where the baritone was doing the bass part. Mm. Yeah? So I have to speak to the arrangers, man, listening to this podcast, all 10,000 of you. Mm. When you have a baritone singing bass, you have to approach your bass differently. And you know what? It was equally effective. I didn't have that that baritone that was singing bass, I didn't have him doing like super low mm, notes, you know, mm, like mm, profondo notes. Yeah. I had him doing warm, warm notes and I kept the harmony. You know, um, there was an Anita Kerr song that we did, man, um, where the bass is is like, it's almost all above middle C, middle C all above that, the, the C bass. below um, yeah. a middle C you know and the harmony was tighter there's lots that you can do and mm. people don't even didn't even realize that you know there mm. was a this was a baritone you know and then also remembering that A flat is a very nice warm note for a baritone to sing so if you want to put a low note in you know uh, if your key is A flat ah, that's going to be very beautiful but anyway that is another podcast <laughs> just to note just to note that um, you know Baritone and bass is not the same thing. Mm. It's not mm. the same thing. And yes, in four-part four part harmony, most baritones will sing bass. Some yes, baritones yeah. will sing tenor. But mm. it doesn't mean that they are basses, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it also doesn't mean that a bass can sing baritone. That is even more rare, mm. you know? Mm. Um, so props to this contributor's dad, who was equally good at both. At both. Mm. Mm. Let's hear what the next contributor has in store. Okay, so my advice would be, um, you know, when the setup or whatever musical setup, uh, there is a way there's a bass player and a bass singer. So I feel if the bass player and the bass singer are singing the same thing, it's much more nicer unless um, the, the, the bass player is grooving or, or whatever. But if they're just playing root notes or um, something like that, it, it's much nicer when, when, when they're doing the same thing. Um, also, uh, I feel bass singers usually get away with a lot when they're singing in a cappella groups with no rhythm section or band or whatever. So in terms of pitch and keys and, and, and whatever, um, if if now there's a bass player that is is probably playing that exact note, um, the bass singer is, is usually found wanting because now there's that note there and they're hitting probably a semitone higher, semitone lower. So they just need to watch the, the, the pitch and key when, when there's a bass player around. And lastly, for me, it's not necessarily the bass singers that hit the low notes that that are, are solid. Um, I feel if if the, the the bass singer is just placing those notes in, in in interesting places and where they're supposed to be, 
um, it's much better. And so for me, it's just the placement, not necessarily the low notes. I just love that he spoke from his frame of reference. Mm. You know, he always so, does. I love that. Yes, man. I love yeah. it. You know, he's talking about a bass player and a bass singer, you know, mm. and, and, and this, if it works, it's really something to behold for yeah. your ear to behold. Um, um, and then, of course, I just want to mention that he like flexed again with, you know, groove. If the bass, uh, the bass player is grooving or doing root notes, yeah, no, flex. Also, like, um, sadly, like, drops that in. But in fact, you know, I know a bass player who is also a bass singer. Hmm. And I can always feel that influence in his singing. I was about to ask you, Anglis, if you think, mm. you know, no, it influences it. your singing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does influence your singing. Absolutely. It's, it, especially um, when you have to do a more rhythmic bass. Mm when your bass has to give rhythm as well, you know, um, where he places his voice, how he approaches runs, his agility. It's so authentic. Mm. It's like a bass guitar would be playing, you know? Yeah, so so yeah, I feel it yeah. does influence, you know? But then, who he spoke about pitch. Mm. Mm. Another, another thing, another pet peeve oh. of mine or... Something extremely that I'm important, yeah. mm. especially extremely. bass, bass and soprano. Yes, yeah, yes, and we don't we we hammer sopranos on pitch. I mean, yes, sopranos are the windows to the soul of the music. <laughs> <laughs> they yes. are the receptionists, you know, the, the first thing. Yeah. But but hey, if your bass is not on pitch. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. Mm, mm, so that's a very good point you know for bases a piece of advice is to make sure that your relationship with pitch is firm you know and then again we had it's not necessarily in the low notes but the placement placement least, is more placement. important yeah. i love that yeah yeah yo 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 no like the contributors came through today <laughs> Totally, man. Totally. Yeah. And then we have contributor number five. Uh, that's a very interesting question. Um, my advice to um, bass singers would be, number one, um, always take time to learn to develop resonance. Number two, always take time to learn to subject your tone to various forms of uh, colorized architecture. Um, number three, always ensure that you go through um, particularly crafted uh, practices to increase range drops when it comes to really stretching the vocal cords to hit certain notes and of course to develop uh, uh, techniques that can help you give a vocal output that 
does not strain the bass voice but rather uh, produces a bass tone that's warm and that's lovely and pleasant to hear with uh, carefully selected um, bass intonations that um, will you know show what intention should be achieved out of that particular bass depending on where it's slotted in any arrangement and um, last but not least if you've got a capacity and capability for bass don't try to be someone else be you and develop that essence of bass that shows who you really are <laughs> so there were a lot of words and adjectives used in this most recent <laughs> contributors contribution but i think what stood out for me the most and something that i resonate with the most <laughs> is him talking about developing a technique to help with a warm tone you know mm. Because mm. I appreciate that a lot in the bass. Mm. I appreciate that a lot in the bass. Yeah. And not to strain. You know? And not to strain. And not to strain. We don't, we don't, we don't necessarily think of bass as straining, you know? Mm. Yeah. We think of other parts, you know? We think of a tenor, tenor straining or, or a soprano, soprano yeah. you know? Even an um, alto sometimes. Yes. An alto can strain yeah. too. Um, but bass is strained too, you know? And that's why those two dudes who did not sing in that part... I just respect them, man. Mm, all the respect. Yeah. And then also, um, um, he spoke about yeah, working on your range, developing your range, and, and, and looking at different tonal approaches. You know? I like mm. that. Mm. You know? It, it's not just about making bass. You know? You are a, 100% a part basses. You're 100% a part. I love them. You for the validation. The, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then this contributor allows us to come full circle. Be you. Be you. Show who you really are. I love that. Mm. I love that. And I love that this was a theme, you know, um, yeah, in this, like in it's, this it's, it's podcast. Kept popping up. Yes. Another reason why I chose this voice part is because while we praise and hero worship bassiness, we actually tend to pay very little attention to the musicality and the musical contribution of bassiness. So when I hear bass, I listen for a unique, identifiable sound that tells me who you are. Mm. I listen for how you relate to the musical world around you, whether it's a band, whether it's uh, a, a cappella harmony. I also listen to how comfortable you are with the style and the range of the song. I also listen for your musical choices, your low notes, your high notes, the runs, your rhythmic sections, your agility. Um, and then I listen for confidence. I always listen for confidence when I'm listening to a bass. 
Mm-hmm. And yes, I have listened to my fair share of arrogant bass singing. Mm. Um, and I think we create this. We create this with the screams for the no notes. Yeah. It just yeah. really gets on my nerves. So yeah. it kind of spoils some bases into thinking that that's all that matters, you know? And that's all that bass is. Yo, man. I, yo, and then they like eat up that mic. I, I just want to die. Oh, yeah. Um, which. <laughs> I think, yeah, this really traumatizes you. Which reminds me that um, it's it's all singers, yes, all singers, but in particular, basses have to pay attention to mic technique, you know, when they're singing with individual mics or handheld mics, okay. you know, um, because there is a way for your, for the mic to, you use the microphone in different ways, wherever you're, you are placing your voice, mm. you know, um, and so, Bases need to know there, there is a point at which if you come closer to the mic, it's going to do something to your voice, you know, okay. and you need to know that as a bass singer. So you need to have practiced with a microphone um, because the closer you come, the warmer the sound gets. Okay. So okay. what bases who are not very well versed in mic technique tend to do is when they get to a very low note then they go very close and they don't realize how much that muffles the sound mm, and the muddy. sound becomes muddy that's the yeah. word that's yeah. the word but in any case i much rather prefer a bass singer that is in tune with who they are and we do also need to then speak about arrangers' choices too, you know? Definitely. I feel like the arranger also needs to arrange for the no, bass singer they no. have. Yeah, yeah. And no, not the bass singer they wish they had. <laughs> See, but that's another... Okay, this is another podcast, <laughs> but I want you to think about this one, please. Mm. When arranging... Mm. And not that this is a compromise, that you're compromising your arrangement, but do you arrange for your singer or arrange a song to what you want it to be and have the appropriate bass singer or singer sing that. Because you know what, if I'm arranging a song for a particular outfit, I know who is going to sing what I'm singing. But then it means, I'm gonna use this word, it's not the word I wanna use, but mm. for lack of a better word, I end up compromising on my arrangement to suit the singer, which mm. I don't know if I'm happy with or if that's mm. that's that's the best choice. So that- so that depends on your premise. If you are starting with an established group of people that you are arranging for, then you have to make those compromises. And you have to make those compromises work so well that they don't come across <laughs> as compromises. That's a bliff. And then, sure, yeah. but if you're sitting at your keyboard, at your computer, or with your life, and you arrange a song, mm. then you go and find the people for that song. For that song. Yeah, that's that's a different a, a different approach. So, so they both the story they both correct for existing audience. For you, yeah. <laughs> I love the yeah. challenge of of arranging for an existing outfit mm. because I hear the person singing, you yeah. know, the part that yeah. I've just arranged, and I think that ooh, this space is gonna kill it. It's gonna kill it. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, I, I mean. I also want to talk about covers, no? Mm. I do want to say also that as a bass singer, if you're doing a cover, 
you are allowed to make different choices when it you comes like to things like octaves and even progressions you know i mean provided that the rest of the chord also you know makes that change but it that yeah, we have this thing that the cover must be exactly like exactly the original yeah. you know um, track singing has really messed us up and even our cappella copy it covers you mm. know yeah anyway i believe that the best covers have nuances of flavor mm. you know mm. they recognizable you recognize the original you know but i've added me here yeah that's a good cover you, you know yeah. but i must say our contributors came with a very strong focus on knowing being who you are yeah. as a bass singer and then being who you are as a bass singer and that is advice that i could take to the bank 100% 100% can you believe it new next week we're going to meet these five these five wonderful wonderful contributors who have just exploded our brains every week with what they what they've come up with um so next saturday night at 8 p.m. south african time <laughs> on instagram you can join us for the live <laughs> you know time really flies it's it's just like this week i had like you shooting you know the first mm. episode and you're like oh, i can't wait to hear who these voices are that we're going to be having for the season you blink it's a live show yeah <laughs> and this happens every season oh it's amazing it's absolutely amazing one day when we are able to it would be just awesome to have all contributions in one room i i just look forward wow, to such an sure. event <laughs> but until then not until the event but until next week <laughs> until next week on the live from lisa and neil it's goodbye